Thank you. <laughs> Joe Jr. Joe Jr. <laughs> so I listened to our last episode that we recorded, and it was <laughs> right before basketball, girls' basketball tryouts. It was like two years. Oh, it was this, It was last year? It was 2022. Yeah. Oh, wow. October 2022. And it was. It was like... We we said at the end that oh when we record next week we should have some fun announcements to make yeah meaning Carolyn later. making the team <laughs> six months later <laughs> yep <laughs> she made the team and played a whole season already yeah good lord I know I know so welcome back to the dining room studio yes sir I know it's a Wednesday this time not a Sunday Sunday's got real busy for us <laughs> for a while there yeah that's when Carolyn would train and. It was Joe's only off day for was, a while. Yeah, it was Joe, yeah, our only off day where we were all mm-hmm. here at the same time. And uh, we didn't go on vacation last summer. No. But we got one this one. In a couple weeks. Yes. 17 days, I think. Something like that. Thank you, Jesus. Oh, man. Um, Keep talking a little bit. I'm going to check your level. Yeah. I've been talking to you and not looking. Yeah, I'm, yeah we, we've been working hard, so... The vacation is needed. The vacation is needed. I'm doing my online check-in tonight. Nice. I did, uh, I was filling out a questionnaire. I have a friend who's writing a book. Mm. And usually when he starts a new one, he'll create this questionnaire and send it out to his friends. Just research, right? Oh. And help him build character studies and things like that. And one of the questions was, what do you do to escape? And I was thinking, <laughs> we get wait, we can escape first of all. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah, right. What do you? What do you mean? <laughs> How does that work? <laughs> um, but then I started thinking about the trip. Yeah, I watch I I watch cruise videos whenever I want to escape. Yeah, I was watching some today. Yeah, yeah, I love. I it. probably should study up a little. It seems like it's not as easy as just showing up at the all inclusive nah. with your wristband. It, it it it's not difficult, but. It focuses you on where to go and where to be and where the fun spots are. It's informative. Like it's a whole community. Mm-hmm. I've been cruising for a long time and I joined those communities right away. Mm-hmm. They were super helpful. Yeah, uh, all the time. Yeah, I'm in a couple of the Facebook groups, but they talk so much. Oh my goodness, the one that we're in is. is uh, I don't mute it though. No, yeah. I don't either. But I'm like, but I, I don't, I don't I like, have time for this right now. I, I always get in those things, but I never meet any of those people. Like I, I'm not that guy. No. <laughs> like, you want to meet here? I'm like, listen, I think you not guys really. are all cool, but no. Nope. <laughs> nope. <laughs> sure don't. <laughs> so it's been so long, I've forgotten our introduction, but it used to go a little something like uh, Welcome to the Dining Room Studio. I'm Sue Lear. And I'm Johnny Hampton. That's right. And this is the Strongly Worded Podcast. <laughs> Except, ladies and gentlemen, if you still happen to remember us, I'm Sue O'Lear. And I'm Johnny Hampton. And this is the Strongly Worded Podcast. After a hiatus. Yeah. There's literal dust on the microphones. <laughs> I, I did the best I could, but... I didn't even know. I didn't even, <laughs> I didn't even look. I'm like unaware of my surroundings. <laughs> eating, <laughs> eating dust. I don't even know where to start. Uh, Our well, last episode was posted in October 2022. There's a lot of stuff going on. Well, I got one place to start. What's that? How about the submarine? Listen, I'm trying to be as uh, compassionate as I can. Mm-hmm. But why would you spend money to go in a submarine to go look at 
That's oh, all I did. crap. We got to hold on for a second. I just realized I wasn't supposed to do that. Um, I don't know why you'd pay. Like, you have way too much money. <laughs> yeah, I don't. Way too much money if you have the money to do that. And also, the irony of a bunch of rich white people at $250,000 a pop to go into this submarine to view the burial ground of all these poor people who couldn't afford a spot on a lifeboat. Yeah. And now we can't find them. It's crazy. Irony. It's nuts. And I feel bad. There's a bunch of memes going around today. But I know. I'm stopping to go get this lighter because this is a new candle and it's a wood wick candle. <laughs> and I just read the instructions that said the first burn is the most important and you're supposed to burn it until the wax melts all the way out to the edge. And you blew it out. And I blew it out because it was crackling behind me and it was annoying me. <laughs> <laughs> I couldn't even really hear it. <laughs> yeah, so... I hope they, I mean, I hope they find them. Yeah, I, you know, I do too, but I read an interesting comment, as I do, because I get in the comments about how, I guess this one site that was posting about it said, yesterday you posted this article where people were basically crapping on people in prison with drug offenses and thought they should all get the death penalty, but you're like stressing the potential loss or death of these rich white folks. <laughs> I, it's, I just think this whole situation is full of so much irony. Yeah. I mean, ho- you know, hopefully they come back safe, but there's better things to do with your money. I think. That's like build the Flagler United center of knowledge <laughs> in Palm coast. Yeah. Did you, did you get, did you, did you keep up with any of the school board stuff last night? So I did. I, I, I actually hopped in. Some of the debate about that Guardian program. I saw. And first it off, good, it was a good debate, though. That oh, that group. No, nah, it's good. I mean, you know, listen. In society, you got super left-leaning groups, super right-leaning groups. Right. I'm in both of them because I. Well, right. But know, I just like I go on to scroll for a few minutes to not start clenching my teeth. <laughs> yeah but you know last night was a, a pretty substantive discussion about that like i yeah. the guardian program basically i don't, I don't want to oversimplify it but they want to put guns in the hands of teachers yes to help us if they have any mass shootings right and it's not a requirement it would be volunteer basis and in, in uh i guess that kind of thing but yeah. and i simply said i was like hey look I'm kind of glad it didn't pass. Mm-hmm. Um, I am too. I have friends that are gun owners, right? Gun enthusiasts even. I got a friend in Georgia who loves guns, mm-hmm. right? I'm not a gun person, but that's neither here nor there. And I, like I said, you know, police officers who are very highly trained make mistakes with guns all the time. Why do I want the history teacher to have one? Right. Now, if you tell me you're going to hire even off-duty police officers and train them and put them in schools cool i'm from new york city man where metal detectives were in schools Mm -hmm. well i'm from flint michigan we had those too you see what i'm saying like so like that doesn't bother me regular people making these decisions bothers me Mm -hmm. you're not you you can't do what a police officer can do Mm -mm. i mean and police officers with all their training get it wrong sometimes and like i always say that's part of the job right like Mm -hmm. i'm an accountant if i get something wrong i make a reversing entry Mm -hmm. right their their stakes are much higher so i can't blame them every time they shoot somebody that 
it's not right. I understand that. I'd rather have that. Mm-hmm. Right? So, mm-hmm. but that failed that. for now. It failed for now. It was interesting listening to the school board discussion on it, though, because even the ones that voted no kind of voted no for now. Yeah, because I think you want more information. You want more. Well, you know, they've been talking about it for well over a year. Um, But they, yeah, they did still all say the the plan wasn't flushed out enough. And I think Um, it can be, though. That's, that's That's the thing, like. Why rush it? Well, and at the same school, because I watched the meeting this morning. Mm-hmm. Um, I got up this morning and had it on and, and watched and listened to it while I was doing my stuff this morning before work. And uh, at the same meeting where there was all of this public comment and debate about the Guardian program, there was a lot of public comment and debate about um, the lack of veteran presence in schools. Veterans? Yeah, I guess veterans used to do a lot of volunteering and have a lot of really? different types of programs in several of the schools. And for whatever reason, um, some groups have been going to meetings and vocalizing that they've been reaching out and trying to to do things t- with no response and no answer and no. Uh, doesn't surprise me. Like the school system in Florida, and I, I don't know how it is everywhere else now. School used to be a much more well-rounded thing for mm-hmm. me, mm-hmm. right? Uh, Teachers could actually do their lesson plans and teach material the way they wanted to, mm-hmm. not teach to tests and all that kind of stuff. So it doesn't surprise me they don't have time to have a veteran come in and talk to the kids about stuff. Mm-hmm. They don't they don't have that stuff anymore. Right. <laughs> it's crazy. They don't have that stuff. Right. They got to worry about passing this standardized test in algebra. Mm-hmm. So. Yeah. But I feel like... Isn't there something that they could do to help maybe not be armed or do the same thing an SRO could do, but yeah, be a security presence? This is what I'm saying. I mean, this is what yeah. I'm saying. Yes. Like, it's interesting at the same meeting mm-hmm. that this one uh, item that people are very passionate about on both sides How about failed, that? but we could potentially have something that maybe doesn't increase gun presence, but does increase eyes and security presence. That's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, if anybody would know how to spot somebody, it's them. You'd think, right? Ah, <laughs> oh, yeah. You'd think. But people don't, you know, I think I'm glad that the conversation is beginning because I do worry about that. Mm-hmm. Uh, I worry about it all the time. It's, I'm going to leave it at that. Yeah. I almost said something <laughs> that I probably shouldn't. Yeah, but. but, you know, because schools in general, especially down here, it is super like they're they're long sprawling campuses, right? Like where I'm from back home, my high school is one building. Mm-hmm. Yeah, mine too. You know, like, mm-hmm. but here it's like six doors. <laughs> exactly. Right. Yeah. yeah. One, two, three, four, five, six doors. <laughs> exactly. Here it's different. Mm-hmm. So yeah, but yeah. When I first saw the high school where our kids go, I thought it looked like a community college when we were first touring the city. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and, and there's high schools down here even bigger than ours. Yeah, like for the, sure. You know that we've gone and. Watch games at and I like a, like that school bowls for mm-hmm. instance. Like oh that my thing gosh, is huge. that's insane! That place is crazy. Yep. Yep. So yeah, um, I was listening also, of course, to see if there was going to be any public comment on the published uh, contract non renewals list yeah, of teachers and administrators. There wasn't. Of course not. But well, 
Yeah. I mean, it, it could have happened yesterday of any yeah. days based on. A lot of teachers also resigned. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I read was, that list too. Yeah. And, you know, people are like, oh. But the non-reappointments. It's terrible to be a teacher right now. Well, it's I'm talking about a specific teacher. Yeah, I know. I know. But in general, like, that's why it doesn't, you know, rise to, like, public comment out there. I think people just. Oh, it doesn't rise to public comment where you have to, like, get in your car and drive somewhere and get out of your car and go into a building and put your name on the list and stand in front of a microphone. People commenting online, though. But it definitely rises to public comment when you can just sit in a you know, comment on a news article or a Facebook page because that's easy. No, keyboard courage is always, you know, that's been a thing for some years now. There's a lot of people who say stuff online that I know if I saw them in the store would never say it to my face. Of course. Of course. I I mean, I know these things. Mm. Right. Or they say, or they would say running away knowing that they're cops there. Right. That can help them. Mm -hmm. Right. Like, so I've experienced those things, but. But for those of you that are listening, that meeting last night uh, with the list of teachers that were, uh, whose contracts were not renewed kind of lays to rest the issue that, if you know me in real life, know is about the girls' basketball coach at FPC not being retained as an instructor or a coach. Yeah. And uh, that was kind of the last, the last thing that lets us continue to kind of let our guard down and, and begin to feel like there's some closure. Now we'll see what they get. Now we've been. Now we'll see what they get. <laughs> That's it. Oh man, yeah, these things. I'm so used to New York City, still, even after all these years. Mm-hmm. I. And I. You know, I mean, it's been a while now. Mm-hmm. And right now, at our schools, we don't have a basketball coach for either boys or girls. That's right. And we're heading towards the end of June. School here starts August 10th, I think. Mm-hmm. So summer workouts are not are happening. By, yeah, they're falling by the wayside. And as a parent of a player who's seemingly getting better, uh, it's concerning a little bit. My wife is concerned a little bit, but there's nothing you can do. Well, I'm also a parent of a player that's also yeah. se- seemingly getting better. Right. And, uh you know, we'll just have to see. Yeah. I, I can't believe it's going to take much longer because they've known about the boys' position being open for, for a minute. For longer, yeah. Mm-hmm. I, th- I think uh, here in the next week or two we'll have something. I would think. Yeah, by, by the time we go on our vacation. I, I just wonder if there's just a lack of good candidates. No, I, don't, I, think, I think it had to do with the fact that school was out and then um, the AD stepped down, so you had to do that first. Mm-hmm. Then you get that new guy in. He has to fill out his paperwork and look at all the applications and schedule interviews. So it kind of set, I think the AD stepping down kind of set the clock back. <laughs> and the stepping down is in quotes, at least for me. Nah, I mean, I think, I think. Oh, yeah. You think, you think. 100% I do. 100% uh, it was encouraged at this time. I mean, too many people who are part of the school, uh, I've said that to you. I've said that to me. And based on uh, if the the problems that were uh, overlooked or assumed handled by him with one athletic program, I, I'm sure it wasn't specific to one athletic program. Yeah. Well, and I, I think that the principal, um, 
you know, has a, a fondness for the man. I think a lot of it, that's fine to have. A, I don't I, think he's inherently an evil yeah. dude. I really don't. Like, I grew I grew to have a fondness for him over the four years. Right. <laughs> but uh, I think that the timing is allowing him to step away with some dignity and not because I, there were certainly some things that he signed off on that could have um, reflected pretty negatively on him. I absolutely I do. And if it's if I know facts about one department where that happened, I can't imagine it was specific to just one. Now, for him, who's like a, he's a wrestling legend, mm-hmm. I'm glad he's getting to go out on his own terms. I mean, I, I still don't agree that it's his own terms, no, but, but I, it I is mean, with some dignity. He earned that, right? Like, I, yeah. you know, he, he, I, I, we'll see. With the new, now we have a new AD. I don't know him at all. He graduated from FPC, though, they say. So. He's a white dude who went to a. Basically yeah, a that? black college yeah, and no, played golf. Yeah, like there it's funny because when I took my daughter to uh on a fam U tour, they talked about how uh, non minorities go to historically black colleges mm-hmm. for certain things. For fam mm-hmm. U it's the pharmaceutical program, I think. Mm-hmm. And he went for a golf scholarship. Mm-hmm. How about that? Yeah. I wanna know if that golf team <laughs> how many black dudes played golf back then? I mean, it was back then. It was 2010. Yeah, that's almost 13 years ago. That's a long time now. Yeah, shoot. I, I think more play now. You don't think so? I, I don't think that 10, 13 years is like a significant era in... I, I mean, Tiger Woods has been playing golf and sort of, I think, probably was a big uh, reason why more black people started to play golf and he's been playing since what mm. the mid to early 90s early to mid 90s i'm not sure that tiger woods was inspiring black people to play golf <laughs> i mean i just i he, mean he never inspired I, me i, I <laughs> i'm just saying he never inspired me but i'm only one guy i mean i that is a good you question. didn't start playing golf until two years this ago is what I'm saying. like this is what i'm saying and tiger woods been around for how long so that's a good question i'm gonna ask i think Next next week I'm gonna have. Uh, I mean, he was certainly one of the the first. Oh, you, real minority yes. people to do it. That it, him kind of the only people of color I remember playing golf are him and VJ Singh. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's the only people I remember. Yeah. That's all I know. I saw both of them play golf in Flint, Michigan. Well, Grand did Lake, you Michigan. really? Yeah, the Flint had a uh, the Buick Open. It was a big deal for a lot of years, and uh, yeah, and that's where my friend got hit in the head by a. <laughs> Uh, a golf ball. A golf ball. We were waiting to see Tiger play through, and uh, we were just standing there minding our own business. Did you see Tiger? Mm-hmm. Was he nice? Oh yeah, yeah. I mean, it was very early on though. He was young, so yeah, it was before. Yeah, before he, he was became still, super famous. Yeah. I gotta ask people on my timeline: When did they start playing golf? Or if I mean I don't know, but I I don't I think that could be just as significant as thirteen years ago. Like I thirteen years is a long time, man. To me, thirteen years is a long time. Like what would have been the driving force 13 years ago for golf in a minority community? I don't know. That's what I'm saying. I don't know when I don't growing up. I did not know a lot of people playing that play golf. Like even today, I don't know a lot of my friends that play golf. Like my best friend don't play golf Mm -hmm. and he's a lawyer. He should be playing golf. (laughs) Yeah. I grew up uh, on a golf course. He's a stereotypical dude that play golf. <laughs> He's a stereotypical dude who should be playing golf. Mm-hmm. 
Yeah, I know. I'm going to find out. I'm going to have that. I'm going to have some stats next week. The, put it in the put it in the group. Yeah. See what people think. Yeah. Yeah. So, um, so we'll see. We'll see what happens there. But, uh, you know, at least in the girl's case, ideally, it'll be somebody that we don't have to worry about is going to mistreat any of our girls or any of our funds. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> Period exclamation point. Yep. Yeah. 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 So what else has happened since October 2022? Shoot. Our boys coach went back to Alabama. We talked about that. Nothing really. Oh, well, the presidential election is coming up. Mm-hmm. Got people coming out the road work to run. That thing is going to be crazy. I'm almost sad. Like, I'm, you know. Full disclosure, I'm a registered Democrat. Doesn't mean I vote Democrat all the time, but I am a registered Democrat, so I can't vote in the primary. That thing is going to be a shit show. Mm-hmm. There are so many people in it. Well, the last time we had a presidential election, by the time Florida got to vote in any primaries, it didn't matter. Did they move it up, though? I don't know. Yeah. I just thought we were so far in the back of the line that sucker was, I mean. It happens sometimes. Mm-hmm. Like, so, so far in the Republican field, you got Trump, who's got his own issues, right? Like, he, <laughs> he's he got his own issues. Mm-hmm. He's got, probably going to be under arrest a third time before. That's crazy. The, the end of the summer. And uh, his next uh, court date is August 14th. And while that one probably won't hold, they are predicting that he will be in court for this documents mess prior to, you know, primary season. Let me ask you, the document thing, do you think he did that on purpose? Yes, absolutely. He had a hundred plus boxes everywhere. For what though? That's what I don't understand. For what? (laughs) I don't understand it. I mean, it had to be for something because any other public official since this happened, Mm -hmm. um, uh, what was his... VP Pence, mm-hmm. Biden mm-hmm. have had a few documents that they didn't even entirely realize were there and they handed them right over. This guy had boxes, Trump had boxes stacked up in his bathroom yeah, but for and in what? a storage room and on a stage. And I, a, I don't even, but for like, for what? He showed them to people. He, I mean, it's, he, just, it's just like, was he just doing it to be cool? And I, don't, I mean, I, I don't know, but. And then, then, you know, he keeps going out and doing these interviews that are basically admissions of guilt. Like nobody can control him and keep him from talking about it. And first he said he didn't have them. And then he said he, he mentally declassified them. And then he said, you know, all, like four or five different things. And so I don't, listen, <laughs> and, and apparently some of them had some pretty serious top secret information like i'm sure they did that's why i don't i don't even understand like i mean he's not as rich as everybody thinks he is i don't know who he was planning to sell him to or trade him for you can't or sell blackmail those. there's no way you're selling those things though like he had they knew he had them but i don't think he knew that he started removing documents from the white house when he moved in like this wasn't like between I don't even November 7th and January whatever day he left My the mind. White House. He, he started squirreling them away when he moved in. My mind can't wrap my head around. Like, what were you playing? Like, what did you? See, some people, man, they, they, you, you thought you were just going to get away with that? Yes. 
Of course he did. <laughs> There's no way. I mean, what does he not think he's going to get away with? Uh, he's got. Yeah. He, he's apparently uh, allegedly gotten away with sexual assault. Yeah. With uh, not paying people he owes money to over and over and over again. Um, I mean... A, and I, I hear you. I hear you, Sue. But that's a lot different than <laughs> taking hundreds of boxes of classified information and just thinking you're going to do whatever. It, I don't even understand. So he got his own issues. Mm -hmm. Then we got our governor. Who's terrible. I just read an article about, um, you know, this, our, our wonderful conservative Republican governor who basically, when he turned over the budget, defunded like 12 police districts and, and took all this money away from uh, fire stations and things like Palm Coast being one of them, Palm Coast Fire and Rescue or whatever it's called here, took a huge budget hit. So I often wonder about these people who are governors of states and they govern their state in a way that is endemic to the state, right? And so down here in Florida in certain areas, especially super conservative, right? And so you got the don't say gay and all that kind of stuff. And how do you think then you're going to go and win in a an election right and a national election how mm -hmm. how you go how they're not gonna vote for you in new york they're not gonna vote for you in california they're not mm -hmm. gonna vote right they're not gonna vote for you in colorado they're not gonna vote for you in nevada not not with these things i mean i don't know he's gonna he's gonna i don't know he's not gonna win but and then he's gonna claim stolen election well you know <laughs> they, they, they didn't count the, they, they didn't count the correct balance right no, I mean, I don't. They didn't I count, mean, right? So, it's all right. who I found, found interesting was Tim Scott. Yeah. Um, I haven't really heard anything from him yet. Uh, Tim Scott is with Black Senator from West South Carolina, mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. um, I saw his uh, his opening announcement, which was terrible. Mm -hmm. Like, Not that, I mean, it shouldn't matter, but it does, yeah. right? Like, you want a charismatic person. Right. He lacked charisma. Mm -hmm. and, and Pence. Oh, and Pence, speaking of no charisma. That's another guy. Like they don't, people don't forget what you like, do. Like I'd rather vote for the fly. Do you remember the fly? <laughs> like people don't forget what you do. Mm -mm. So if you're in Indiana and you pass a law that says if a homosexual couple comes in and get a cake, you can deny them just because right. they're homosexual. People don't forget those things. Nope. <laughs> like I mean, people that care. No. That. So then you got Chris Christie. Mm -hmm. Who. Probably would have been better off if it had he not associated himself yeah. with all these other people. Yeah. He wasn't. Because that's what he's doing right now is yeah. kind of disentangling himself. Too late, man. Yeah. Right? Like, but I, he, I also heard somebody, maybe Rachel, somebody say that maybe more than anything, he's trying to just gear up for maybe a cabinet position or something like that. Which wouldn't be bad. For, he wasn't. I was around. I still in New York and Chris Christie was around. He wasn't terrible. Right. A lot of Republicans weren't terrible back then, 13 years ago. <laughs> well, apparently it's not that long ago. <laughs> I mean, I just don't feel like, you know, it really is in the yeah, grand scheme of things. Let's see. But. So 13 years ago, 2010, mm -hmm. right? Yeah, I mean, the discourse was a lot better than it is now. We were just, in my experience, just turning that corner because... 
people were anti, you know, the anti-Obama people were. Yeah, tea Party time and all yeah, that kind of stuff. Yeah, all that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think that that uh, McCain was the last gentleman, the last white, old white gentleman in politics. Yeah, I, I've been I've been saying this for a while now. Like the two party system doesn't work anymore. No, right? Like they should have a, a second party that's on the left and a second party that's on the right. That's mm-hmm. just not as extreme, right? Like, but they I don't know if they'll ever do it. It would be very difficult in this country to to do that. And 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 I mean, it would have to be some kind of serious movement because right now introducing another all 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 a third party candidate does is ruin it for one of the people that's actually going to win. Right. I just have to believe that there are Republicans who don't subscribe the Trump and DeSantis model. Oh, of course there are. Liz Cheney is one of them. Right, like so, and she may be conservative, maybe even more conservative than I'd like. Or, mm-hmm. But historically, black people are conservatives. Mm-hmm. And the fact that a lot of them can't find someone to vote for now should be telling to the Republican Party. Mm-hmm. I don't know if they get it, though. Like, because they haven't won an election, really, the popular vote, in how long? Right. It's been a while now. Mm-hmm. <laughs> like, mm-hmm. is it what? Bush, Bush's, Bush Bush's second? Yeah, yeah, his second one, mm-hmm. right? And that was because, you know. Hanging after, chads? Yeah, that was the first one, right? He lost all that one, didn't he? That was like they had to go to court. But when he, he beat John Kerry, mm-hmm. right? And I believe it because I voted for him against John Kerry. Uh, we just had had 9-11, mm-hmm. and he was saying the right things, mm-hmm. right? We haven't, since then, no, they haven't won one. Yeah. That's a long, I mean, mm-hmm. what's that, 08? Mm-hmm. That's 15. Mm-hmm. When did I Obama get in? He got in in 08? In 08, so it was 04. 04? Mm-hmm. I mean, it's that's 19 years. Mm-hmm. They haven't won, like, come on. And so, like, I don't know why they keep doing the same things. And I'm like, you know, as I'm not as, I don't go all the way, all the way left, but I understand why people get mad at Biden, too. Mm-hmm. Like, you're trying to work with dudes who don't want to work with you. Mm-hmm. You have to sometimes come to the conclusion, like, yo, these people don't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I do that sometimes. Yeah. Oh, these people don't like me. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I don't know if he's ever going to do that, though. He's an old school politician. Yeah. And he's an old politician. He's an old, old school politician. Listen, man. I always say I don't know how we got him in the first place. With all, <laughs> That's, yeah. I don't. And now he's here and he's running again. Mm-hmm. What is he going to be like ninety? Well, I mean, I, I, I cannot believe in any way, shape, or form that he wants to. Um, I think that probably in some back room they're talking about Kamala not being able to be elected president. Uh, and you know who else? I, incumbents typically do well. Historically, do well. True. Uh, yeah, they usually get a second term. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah. I don't. Yeah, Vice President Harris. I don't think after the Hillary Clinton thing, where I had women 
tell me they would never vote for a woman. Mm-hmm. Like I have a very, very good friend, and she told me, I don't think a woman can be president. Mm-hmm. I said, wow. That's when I knew. I was like, okay, if Hillary can't win, <laughs> it's going to be tough, man. Mm-hmm. So we ain't ready. We're not ready for that yet. I, I, as a country, I just don't think we are. I don't know when we, I don't know who's someone's going to do it one day, right? I hope I'll still be around. I don't know who it's going to be though. Mm-hmm either. Cuz we still live in a sexist country. No shit. Yeah, you know I mean, it's just people can say what they want, but we still live in a sexist country, man. This again, this questionnaire I'm filling out, one of the questions was about that, about sexism and the patriarchy and mm-hmm. this and that and Part of my answer talked about how I didn't really recognize it for what it was or feel totally affected by it as a young person. Mm-hmm. Looking back, I can see some situations now, but it really wasn't until I was, till I owned a business mm. in my late thirties, early forties that uh, I started to recognize how it affects, affect me in my own life. And, you know, certainly in the role I have now I'm forever, Somebody's forever wanting to talk to my boss, my male boss. (laughs) Sorry, dude. (laughs) You want the boss. You're looking at her. Yeah. Yeah. So I don't, yeah, I don't know when that will change. I don't even. Because I think, I actually think AOC would make a great president. I do. I've always really. She's super smart. And I know, I know she's polarizing to some 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 people who are listening to this are going to be like oh. i mean who isn't that we're discussing right now right. though who's yeah. not polarized by trump or DeSantis or biden so i mean it all depends on what side of the fence you're on right like so but that's just it i mean that's what polarizing is yeah right? yeah i got yeah mm-hmm. yes it's good grammar lesson for me <laughs> 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 yeah like yeah so. i get it but either, yeah, like you said, either way, we're going to get a polarizing person. Mm-hmm. So I'd rather have a smart person. Mm-hmm. Me too. But again, I don't know if she would like, we need to get back to presidents and we need to get back to pe- putting people in office that want to work with each other. Mm-hmm. I think that's the thing. Yeah. And I, that's why we don't get anything done. I mean, what, honestly, in the last, since, let's see, maybe, the, I don't know, what's the last big, the Affordable Care Act? That people had to work together on. Um, yeah, I guess that might have been it. I mean, there's so many things. Like, I've long said that we need a national education curriculum. Every mm-hmm. state shouldn't be just doing what they do. Mm-hmm. We're not, I feel like we're the only country that does that. Yeah. I remember when I was young, people would move to New York from the Caribbean and they would skip a grade. I'm like, well, I'm like, in the Caribbean, would you? Less less economic stature than we have, mm-hmm. but somehow their educational system is better. Right. I mean, I know a lot of people that went to the Caribbean to go to medical school. Exactly. Mm-hmm. Like, what are we doing? So, but, yep. yeah, I don't know. Yeah. I guess the other thing that's happened since we last recorded, too, uh, was going back in time 50 years and turning back the tables on Roe v. Wade. Oh, man. Yeah. Yeah. All I'm surprised. All them Supreme Court people lied. <laughs> yeah, that that angers me how the Supreme Court has now become like a political arm. Mm-hmm. And I, for and for Roe v. Wade, it was some some decisions since not so much, but I, they should not be a political arm. Mm-mm. 
I mean, that's the whole point. That is, is that they are not. They are uh, judges are not supposed to be activists. Everything is politics now, though. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I was with Jayla and my daughter at dinner last night, and we were talking about her graduate degree, and she said, "What? Did, what's your graduate degree in?" And I said, "I went to law school," and she. <laughs> I could totally see that. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, everything is everything is political now. Mm-hmm. But and that it, was that was what was so beautiful of the study of law, uh, aside from the Socratic method and the stress and the bullshit, um, was its purity still somewhat that it was not political. And now it is, mm-hmm. and it sucks, mm-hmm. and. Uh, it's going to be like, it's a mistake. It's a political mistake on the Republicans' part. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Because women are going to come out and vote. Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, so. And you know what? So will men on this one. I, I think so. So will men on this mm-hmm. one. Mm-hmm. And it, it's a hot button issue. And that's who you, those are the people that you need to really make a change. Like, slavery didn't end because black people voted to end slavery. Oh, slavery. I tell people this all the time. You know what I mean? It was. Like, you need people with empathy allies that's how things change anywhere Mm -hmm. right it's never the people who the system is oppressing Mm -hmm. and it's not the people it's always people who realize they're benefiting from a from a system and this is not right right wars don't what what was the the greek play where the women stopped having sex with the men until they ended oh i don't know the war lysistrata is that what it was but you know you have to yeah, it's not the people that are being oppressed that make the changes. It's their ability to Right. Convince. I agree with and I agree with that. Yeah. That's the problem with this country in general though. Like there is no empathy. No, we've talked about this so many times over like, the years. Like I, it it's so funny. Like I go online, I, I I read all that I read it I read stuff but I don't comment a lot because I don't like to argue with fools. Right? So and it's like there's just no empathy. Like, if a if a coach is fired for something, oh, he was a great guy. He might have been great to you. Yes, it's entirely possible. Yeah. Like, but you're thinking about it from your perspective only. Mm-hmm. There's 12 to 14 people on the team, mm-hmm. right? And that's that's just not here in our town. That's that's anyway. Bobby Knight. That's mm-hmm. anything, right? right? Like, and like, don't and you? It, and it's. It, especially when it's issues that aren't necessarily sexy or, um, you know what I mean? Like even, even in the instance of this coach, I, I said before, like financial mismanagement is not necessarily sexy enough to get mm-hmm. people to say, lock him up, <laughs> lock yeah. him up. You know what I mean? But my but thing Hattie, is like, you know, I, I didn't have, you know, I have a son, so he didn't play on the team. Some of the stuff we talk about from time to time, but a lot of it, like the the mountain of it, all of it together is a lot, right? Mm-hmm. And I just have empathy, and you can have empathy, like in my opinion, you can have empathy for the girls who went through it. You can have empathy for the girls who didn't, who were missing their coach. You can have empathy for him and his family. But at the end of the day, facts are facts. When things happen, they happen, and we all got to deal with them, mm-hmm. right? Like. My dad used to always say, I don't throw no stones. So I don't but you 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 have to you have to behave a certain way. Simple, period. That's it. Especially in certain well, 
period. Yeah. But and when you hold certain positions, your behavior and your actions need to. Um, like I, I was talking to some lifeguards today mm. who, you know, our lifeguards are teenagers and a lot of times it's their first job. But the job of a lifeguard is really important. Yeah. And can be quite stressful. Of course. And so we're asking a lot of these kids. And so I'm not quick to write up or get, you know, I do a lot of coaching with them to make them understand why, why it's so important that you don't have your phone in your hip pack. And sure, some of it is you're distracted, mm-hmm. right? If you pull it out or you do this or that, or a resident sees you and thinks you're not paying attention. But also if you have your phone in your hip pack, how quickly are you going to jump in the water? Mm. You know, so, so, and that's kind of how I talk. Like you're, you, you have to uphold a certain caliber of professionalism and responsibility in this role, even at 15 years old, even at whatever age or whatever job or whatever title you hold, you know, like carry yourself with some self-respect, you know, some, some, some real respect for the, the position of authority that you have. And, uh, you know, I, I didn't, I started seeing things happen to other girls before I started seeing them happen to my own. Um, it was a lonely place to be a lot, even with you sometimes, because I know you didn't see things through. No, yes, it it was hard for me to see it through your lens mm -hmm. at times, right? Like, cause. And a lot of the people who were the most drastically affected by him, um, left the program so they're or were asked to leave the program um and so their the weight of their experience with him wasn't even necessarily included in the decision making because it was only current girls in the program that were interviewed yeah um and it was it still can be a lonely place to be because uh you know i i there isn't a day goes by that i don't see a comment or hear something somewhere about as if these things can happen just because one parent complains. That's the problem I have. And we, we kind of talked about that a little bit. Um, you had done a social media post and we discussed it before you did it. Mm-hmm. That's the problem I have. And that's, that's the ridiculousness of this, of, of this situation. Mm-hmm. Like no one, nothing is happening because one person says it. Right. No one has that power. And not in this town. Right. No, <laughs> and certainly not me. I mean, who who am I yeah. really in the in the grand scheme of things? Who am I? I it's laughable to me to see things like people say that I um, have basketball cronies, or that there's cr- old cronyism, or that I wanted his job. Johnny, you know me. I've, I've worked with you in a basketball environment for this is our third season now. Yeah. Do I want to be a head coach? No, absolutely not. You like? He's like, absolutely. I don't know any exit O's, Johnny. No, Sorry, that is not. That's not. And I told you know, like I, I don't hide it. I don't but, pretend, right? So, it's it's just it's interesting to me that that the people that can boil this all down to to me when this guy had two investigations done on him in two years. But I knew that was going to happen. Um, I know. Oh, yeah. And it's fine. Like I was willing to, I'm still willing to, it's totally like, I get it. I was the most vocal and I did not give up. I see all the time people say, and I think you and I have talked about this one time, a long time ago on this show. Um, people think that it's not going to make a difference. People think, uh, 
you know, it's not going to change or people are used to a certain behavior, yeah, a set of behaviors because it's what they've learned at home. So when they experience it in other environments, um, they don't recognize it for what it is. I couldn't give up. But for every, there are people who in this town who are upset with you, but you know, there's, there's a flip side to that, right? There are people who are thankful, Mm -hmm. right? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, that's how it is in any situation. Yep. Um, yeah, I mean. I mean, when I talked to the parent of the student that filed the first complaint and was responsible for the first investigation. Yeah. That um, I never needed really any anybody on the outside to give me to affirm what I was doing. But it helps. But that was really nice it helps. to talk I, to like, that parent. You know, like. Because I asked myself a lot of times. Am I just a dog? I, I can be a dog with a bone. I, I realize <laughs> this might come as a surprise to some of you listening. So, like, I'm just an old basketball coach, right? And at times there's there's a lot of parents that even say things about me, right? And yesterday I was in the gym, and it it weighs you down. Mm-hmm. But And I'm like you, though. I'm, I'm going to do what I do. I'm, You know, I coach how I coach. It's been successful. I got parents that love me. I got Kids, I, I saw a kid yesterday that my dad used to coach. He's a sheriff now. He came out of came out of Chipotle and was talking to him for a while. So I know the method works, mm-hmm. right? But it does weigh you down sometimes when you're trying to, to do what you feel like is the right thing to do. Mm-hmm. Right? Like everyone doesn't have to share your feelings, mm-hmm. right? I do what I feel like is the right thing to do. And some parents don't like it. Some kids don't like it. Some kids love it. Some parents love it. But when parents are constantly digging at you and saying things about you or kids who no longer play for you post stuff like that you want to say it doesn't matter but in the end it does right like mm-hmm. you're only human so yesterday i i was i was leaving the gym at practice and a parent came up to me and said, I, was, I just wanted to tell you like you're an inspiration I'm like what do you mean like, like i watched you go court to court and mm-hmm. what you're teaching these kids and you coach 10 games and i don't know how you have the energy i was like you know that that to me, erases all the other stuff, mm-hmm. right? Like, yeah. And, you know, you and I have also talked recently just coaching this season of Flagler United that we don't always have the same method, but right. we always have the same end goal. All right. I think, I think people think we agree all the time. <laughs> they do. They don't listen to this show. They don't let, yeah. They, they, they think we agree all the time, but yeah, I mean, there's more than one way. What they say? More, more than one way to skin a cat. More than Poor one way cats. to skin a cat. I, I love my cats, man. Jumpy and Orion. I would never skin. Shout you. out to Jumpy and Orion. <laughs> I would never skin you. Mm-mm. But yeah, that you know. And sometimes I only know one way. Uh, I got to get better with that. Sometimes I, I had a talk with a player about that in South Carolina. It's like I got to get, I got to get better with listening to what you're saying because you've been playing for me for so long, right? Like I got to respect you a little bit more in the moment instead of just being like my way mm-hmm. right you got to tell me what you see out there so this is our third season with flagler united working yeah. together third season playing third season playing mm-hmm. and so carolyn and i have talked uh, a handful of times if we you know through the course of these tournaments about um the evolution you know who we were season one mm-hmm. how we evolved to season two and season three and you know carolyn spends a little time on the bench uh, with the middle school girls, yeah. like mm-hmm. uh, her ultimate 
goal in life is to train and to coach. Right. And that's why she plays for mm-hmm. that experience. And, and so it, it's funny because we do or say things in the heat of the moment that I have, uh, you know, like you, you, they just sort of roll out. Like we're all. Yeah. In oh it. yeah. Oh yeah. And I remember in the first season you could say something and I'd be like, 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 do you remember? I, I got us that tech. Oh, yeah. and if that would have had happened season one, I would have thought I was fired. But that happened to me, though. Well, right. But you know <laughs> yeah, what I mean? Like, yeah. I would have thought I was fired. Yeah, we can't. You're not going to you're not going to lose a game because of a technical. Right. Final. So, you know, Carolyn hears some of these things that we say or do while she's sitting on the bench. And she's like, I'm so glad I had the benefit of you saying we say things in the heat of the moment. And then, you know, we come back afterward and talk about them in a different way yeah. or, you know, whatever. Um, yeah, because when the games are going um, especially, especially me, right? Like I am so the dumb. worst. Like I've, I, I've told Fred, Fred is one of my best friends, man. We coach against you. Like, get out. Fred, if you don't get the <laughs> hell out of my huddle, he still reminds me of that to this day. Right. Like, so like in the heat of the moment, uh-huh. yeah, there's all kinds of things. I'll yeah. be like, like I'll hear an assistant say something else. And I'll be like, no, 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 we don't want that. Right. And it's right. not that I'm like, it's not disrespectful. Right. It's, it's just like, passionate. And then afterwards, like, I'll walk back on the sideline and I'll say, hey, we don't want that because. Mm-hmm. And they're like, oh. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Like, yeah. Or Di- if it's Vic, he'll be like, but Johnny. <laughs> yeah, like Diamond when I was telling him, we don't need to <laughs> get that her. extra shot. Yeah. She's like, I still don't agree with you, Coach. I'm like, mm-hmm. we gave them extra shots, though, Diamond. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So there's a lot of people who seem to be interested in coaching. It's a lot of hard work, though. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for no pay. <laughs> mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's I I definitely see. I mean, you know, even my evolution of directing, working behind the scenes even in theater, working behind the scenes and, you know, training triathletes or the different types of Yeah. you know, in in my fitness world, this is it if it's in you, it's in you. I feel like that ability to support and inspire and put the pieces together and have a vision and and inspire people to achieve it. I never thought it was in me. That's the that's the craziest yeah, thing. Yeah, but your dad did, didn't he? He did. Mm-hmm. He did. I don't know why he did. <laughs> I still don't know like what I did to make him think I would be good at it. Mm-hmm. Like I never even asked him. He just thought I would. Mm-hmm. Um yeah, I mean, I have a knack I don't know. It's something I do well. Mm-hmm. Right? Like I used to not, I used to shy away from that a little bit. I think I, Mm-mm. I think I'm coming into it a little bit more now. Like I didn't like to talk about myself and stuff like that. Um, but now after doing it for so long, I'm like, listen, man, you know, I mean, just look at my son. Mm-hmm. Well, are you? Ca- I mean, I think that we are definitely allowed to speak honestly about our strengths as well as our weakness like i i know that i'm good at what i do with the teams yeah and, i just don't want to hearing be. it from parents is, is nice i love it I, you know i've heard it i think a little more this season than i even have in the past um i've heard it from refs you know who have oh, seen yeah, us told me. jump rope and you know or do this and that to get ready and you know different things and um I paid good money for this education. <laughs> I, I'm, I would hope that it. I just it, don't. I just try not. I try. It's a fine line between being confident and being vain. Mm-hmm. I don't want anyone to ever think I'm super vain. Mm-hmm. Right. And so I err on the side of caution mm-hmm. with that. 
Yeah, but they will think what they think anyway. That's true, too. That's true, too. Like you win games because your teams are stacked, not because you develop talent. But no one, yeah, yes. <laughs> we beat we beat MPY with, with a rec league team. Mm-hmm. That team wasn't stacked. Mm-mm. That team started two girls, too, and we beat them. <laughs> so I don't want to hear nothing. Right, but you like, will. You will like, continue to hear things. No, nah, I mean, that's good. That's cool. Yeah. You know, like, we'll see, you know. I think everything will continue the way it is. I'll still put people on JV and Varsity in both these schools. Yes, we will. And, you know, we'll still be, uh, as long as we continue to do things the right way, we'll be mm-hmm. all right. And, you know, what's what's right is not always what's easy. Oh, no, I, I was just telling someone that the same parent we were talking to, I was talking to yesterday, and I said, you know, I got a saying, it's, it's easy to do the wrong thing, mm-hmm. right? It's easier to go rob someone when you're broke than keep applying for jobs. Mm-hmm. It's easier to steal someone's car than get your credit together, get your own car, right? Like, it's easier to do the wrong thing all mm-hmm. the time. All the time. It's easier to, to just fight someone instead of just walking away and saying, hey, man, these guys are jerks, it's not worth it. Right, so it's hard to do the right thing. That's why it can be draining when you're doing the right thing and people are downing you. Mm-hmm. That's the whole point. Yep. To circle back, so you know, kudos to you for uh, following your gut and following what you thought was right. And whoever says otherwise, I mean, you know, I don't want to, I don't want to make this a rated R conversation, but you know, <laughs> you, know. you know how I feel. Yeah, you. Like, I don't I don't run away from things like that. Like you know, people are going to do what they do and say what they say. Mhm. And the people who know me trust my judgment. Or yeah. the people who love me trust my judgment or who like me trust my judgment or mm-hmm. who respect me trust my judgment. There was a, a you know, again, somebody that I know from work that commented commented that on Facebook. He read my post and he said, "I don't know this guy, I don't know the situation, but I know you." <laughs> right. and you explain things very thoroughly and i trust your judgment so that's what i always tell people i hope my character will lead you that when someone says something terrible about me that you don't believe it mm-hmm. right right so i would hope that you know that i love my wife so if someone says to you, oh i saw a jo-, you mm. wouldn't believe exactly. it exactly right yeah. that my character that i've shown you over the years would lead would not allow you to believe nonsense mm-hmm. and if you believe the nonsense then that means you never really knew me mm-hmm. which could also be true in some instances but mm-hmm. so we've got four tournament weekends left we've got one cruise to go on oh yes we've got um kids that will be starting their sophomore years in high school yeah i've got uh one son who is celebrating his one year anniversary with his love in his out driving around in his Mustang convertible. <laughs> <laughs> and he, he secured a spot in my mother's garage for that car when we go away because he will not leave it in a driveway or a parking garage. Look <laughs> at that guy. I know. Oh, I love it. Yep. Yep. Yeah, yeah I miss seeing him. Yeah, me too. Yeah, I miss seeing him. <laughs> He's been on the Bronx House social media a couple times recently. I think I saw a post when he was in the background. Yeah. And the guy was saying something. Bruno was talking, and, and there was another one that was a picture of him kind of from 
the tattooed arm side mm-hmm. and his tattoos were all shiny and looking good and you know he's got this pretty beard and he's <laughs> putting cheese on a pizza and he really likes that and he uh it got put in the flagler foodies group and really yeah and so somebody's commenting on on him looking good instead of the pizza I'm like hey that's my son <laughs> and then somebody else was like yeah but that was my daughter that made that you know comment too and we're laughing at he's he's living his best life right now he loved the job though he does and they love him. Uh, I mean, he's not just learning. To, uh, he he is learning the art of pizza making, but he's, uh, you know, Bruno is a. He's going to be running one a, of these things. Is a world. He? I mean, he's won awards all over the world for the different styles of pizza he makes, and he's on TV and things like that. But yeah, he'll he'll he's his savings account right now is his investment for opening his own place, his own location at some point, and and that's what he's doing. He's starting to work. You know, the different stations in the restaurant and stuff like that. Not Look just making that. pizza anymore. Cause. Look at that. And you know, it's funny. When he got with this group of people, I thought, you know, at first he, he was working at the gym and he was thinking, I'm going to, you know, personal train. I'm going to take continue mm-hmm. chipping away at taking classes and whatever. And then he came home one night and he said, I'm going to start delivering pizzas for Joe's. And I was like, oh, you got so much other stuff going on. Like, you know. Mm-hmm. And, you know, a year later, it's really turning into a place where the future. Bruno said to me the first night I met him, he said to Joe and I, I appreciate that you understand that some kids aren't cut out to go to college for four years, like graduate high school oh, yeah. and go right and do that. He said, but I promise you that Joey, he calls him Joey, is at the Harvard of pizza making school. <laughs> <laughs> Yeah, and they they take good care of him and Again, each other. There's more than one way to skin a cat. There's more than one way to skin a cat. And what I try to tell kids is, you got to find a career you like. Yeah. And when he gets the place that's his, I would love Joe to go be able to run his front of house. Um, because he's always, from the day I met him, he's always wanted to have a place. He's never worked a restaurant a day in his life, and I've always kind of been like. I have. I've waited tables. I've worked <laughs> down the line. I've been a sous chef. I've been a bartender. I've done it all. And it's hard flipping work. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, I hope that we are in a place that, you know, he can go to work for Joseph when, when that place gets open and look at that. Have some quality of life and some happiness. Yeah, I need the uh, Coach Johnny discount. We'll have to discuss that. <laughs> I, with, with I tried to get the Flagler United pizza sponsorship but then brad had his wife had that baby and got all distracted and yeah i need to follow next, back up there's always next year uh, i know <laughs> there's always next year i know yeah it's old yeah it's good it's good seeing our kids doing doing well geo's working there with him now and carolyn worked there for a minute but now she's working with me yeah oh yeah all the kids getting older mm-hmm that's what uh mm-hmm. time <laughs> I posted that picture of Joseph in my stories and one of my old friends from my blogging days messaged me and she said I started to comment on the hot guy in the picture and then I realized that's baby Joe like when I blogged <laughs> I used to call him thing one of thing one and thing two <laughs> she was like I'm a predator <laughs> yeah. he's 20 now it's all right yeah but that that that, that even because when I met him what was he a freshman Yep, we moved here right before freshman year. Mm-hmm. Time yep. waits for no one. No. No. And then in September, 
Carolyn turns 16, yeah. Anthony will turn 16, and I'll turn 50. Woo! All this fall. Woo! And uh, Diana Pagan turns 50, I think. Really? Yeah, she said at one point that she thinks we should have a birthday party on the ship. I said, how's that going to be different than every other party we're having on the ship? <laughs> <laughs> or on Friday nights yep. at, at tournaments. Right. <laughs> Listen, I did nothing of the sort last weekend because I was still. I wish I got hang out with y'all sometimes, man. I'm like, I feel like such a prude sometimes. No, you do it right. I, I never, g- I never go into those Friday nights intending to do any of what we do. Yeah, I got to be locked in, though, man. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. So is Carolyn gonna have a big 16th birthday party? We'll see. We'll see what she wants. She doesn't strike me as like. The sweet 16 You know, she's, she'll say it or she wants to get an Airbnb or do this and that. But when it comes right down to it, her circle is very small. She's mm. got lots of friends and acquaintances, but right. her people, her actual circle, it's very small. Um, she's smart like that. And uh, so we'll see. I, I We talked for a minute about, um, you know, trying to find an Airbnb with a pool or something and having our birthday parties, you know, because we usually have one yeah. big party for all three of us that mm-hmm. have september birthday that's a big one though yeah well for both of us yeah that's what i'm saying yeah. that would be a big so big one then everybody could come swim and we could cook out or something like that but i don't know yeah they were, I, I would be just as happy having you guys over here and flipping some burgers <laughs> out back you know what i mean like i'm kind of like her in that way i'm like that too when mm-hmm. it comes to my birthday yeah yeah 50 Ooh, i got a i got a speaker for uh father's day Ooh. Uh, it's not as big as Coach Williams, but it's got the Bluetooth. It has mm-hmm. the microphones and everything. Oh, nice. You could do karaoke on it. Oh, fine. <laughs> I got it for practice, and, and I also got it for uh, the Flagler United Beach Party. Mm-hmm. Um, oh, speaking of which, we got to talk about some things off air. Okay. We can talk about those things. All right. So so that catches basically catches us up in yeah. a few months. Of things. And uh, Wednesday night is our new night to record. Yes. And I promise I won't flake out. <laughs> I don't I don't think that we really ever flake out. We just, we can admit defeat. We can <laughs> say we need to rest. But I think I'll, you know, depending on how things shake out, I think I may have more free time, so. Um, we'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll see. We'll have some more interesting things to talk about, though. Definitely. Yes. Hopefully. Definitely things are are Hopefully by happening. next Wednesday. <laughs> yep. Yep. Things are happening. All right. So we are going to resurrect our Facebook group, the Strongly Worded Podcast group, and we're going to have to get back on the Strongly Worded Pod Instagram. I probably will not get back on Strongly Worded P Twitter because I just can never make that. I'm just, I don't tweet. I don't tweet either. I use it. I follow people. Yeah. And- and I read stuff that's going on, but I don't tweet a lot. Yeah. I, I uh, during the entire lockdown portion of the pandemic, gave zero Fs about TikTok. TikTok and is great. Now I'm always on TikTok. Yeah. I, yeah. TikTok is great. Mm-hmm. I love it. I love it, even though I guess people are spying on us or whatever. Are they really? I mean, that's what they say. I don't know. Um, but anyway, come see us on, in all of those different places. We will have to talk offline about what our post date is going to be. Maybe we should go Monday with all the other people. It's not as alliterative as strongly worded Wednesday, but <laughs> yeah, that's our record day. We'll see. Um, I, I've watched a few things on TV that I'm, I want to talk about oh. next week. So okay. we'll, we'll talk a little bit about that. 
Uh, maybe we'll know what happened to the the people in the submarine by then. I hope they're alive. Now we're running out of time for them to have I air. Know. They had I what know. 96 hours. So, I know. um, so yeah, we'll talk again in a week. Thank you very much for listening. Strong. <laughs> This strongly worded podcast is written and produced by Johnny Hampton and Sue O'Lear. Music production and vocals by Marshall Max Lamont Hamilton and cover art by Samantha Shakes.